0: Grocery prices are out of control in this country, but left-wing politicians just keep shifting the blame and pointing the finger instead of taking responsibility. I'm Jasmine Mullen and it's time for a reality check. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the prices of groceries in Canada because prices are out of control. If you've been in a grocery store recently, you'll know this. For example, over the past year, the price of cereal is up 18%, baked goods are up 15%, fresh fruit is up by 13%, fresh vegetables up by 12%, dairy products up by 10%, meat prices are up by 8%, and the list goes on. So what's going on? Why are groceries so expensive? Here are some explanations from some of Canada's left-leaning politicians in government. You're probably wondering what the heck is greenflation, and why should I care? It's what's driving up the cost of living, groceries, gas, and literally everything else. It's inflation driven by corporate greed, aided and abetted by establishment liberals and corporate conservatives in Ottawa. One of the major drivers of inflation is corporations making record profits by hiking up prices far above the cost of production, meaning CEOs are using the cover of inflation to take more money out of your pocket and stockpile Mr. Speaker, inflation is a worldwide problem right now, but uh, it is a challenge faced by Canadian families that we will continue to support them through. That's why we're delivering supports for families right now in a targeted way, a doubling of the GST credit in, that will arrive in the coming weeks uh, in their bank accounts, moving forward on support for dental care, moving forward on support for low-income renters, uh, things that the Conservative Party is continuing, not just to vote against, but to block. Uh, and we will continue 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 to do more. We will continue to be there for Canadians uh, during the challenging times ahead because that's what Canadians expect of their government. So in that clip, we just heard from federal NDP leader Jagmeet Singh. He thinks groceries are expensive in Canada because of corporate greed. He's dubbing it greedflation. Whereas the liberals, we heard from Justin Trudeau there, he's the federal liberal leader, the prime minister in Canada, just said that the real reason that groceries are expensive is because of global inflation again he's really emphasizing that inflation is a global phenomenon and that's what's causing costs to go up at the grocery store this show is about debunking leftist myths so let's get started by debunking these two ideas that the real reason that groceries in canada are expensive is because of corporate greed or global inflation So let's tackle first this idea of greedflation. Federal NDP leader Jagmeet Singh says that corporate greed is the reason that groceries are so expensive in Canada. But on its face, this is really questionable because where was corporate greed before the pandemic? Why is corporate greed only an issue now? Did COVID-19 cause certain corporate executives to become more greedy or care about profits more than before the pandemic. So in 2019, they weren't greedy. And now in 2022, they're extra greedy. It just doesn't make sense. What's really happening here is that NDP leader Jagmeet Singh is trying to score some cheap political points because already Canadians have lost some trust in grocers after there was allegedly some collusion going on. So Canadians' trust in grocers is already somewhat compromised. Now, while it's true that grocers in Canada have enjoyed record profits during the pandemic, record profits are not proof of profiteering. Here's why. The NDP is only looking at the dollar amount of profits that these grocers have earned, but a more fair metric to determine if they were profiteering would be to look at their profit margins. If their profit margins had increased greatly during the pandemic, then you could rightfully make an argument that yes, they're profiteering. But a report from Dalhousie University's Agri-Food Analytics Lab produced a report analyzing the claim that greedflation is driving the cost of groceries in Canada And it concluded the following indeed revenues have increased dramatically, but so have the cost of goods sold since the start of the pandemic. While revenues did go up, gross margins have remained relatively consistent throughout. If quote unquote greedflation exists, the available data suggests grocers are not responsible. So essentially what's happening here is that for grocers, the costs of the products that they're buying are increasing. So even though they're maintaining pretty consistent profit margins, their total profit dollars have increased. So critics might now argue that, okay, well, if your profit, dollars are so high then why don't you decrease your profit margin but what they might not understand is that grocery retailers actually face some of the lowest margins of any retail sector in the country Loblaws for example which is one of the largest grocery chains in the country their profit margin was actually just 3.6% last year, which is razor thin. That's why you see in the grocery sector, it really is a volume play. If you're only making 3.6%, that's not a lot of margin for error. And actually conveniently, Jagmeet Singh avoids the fact that Loblaws own Shoppers Drug Mart. And the CFO, the chief financial officer at Loblaws, clearly stated that part of the reason why their profits increased during the pandemic was that at Shoppers, Drug Mart in their drug retail section, they had much higher margins on services like vaccine delivery for the COVID-19 vaccine, as well as COVID-19 testing. And I haven't heard the NDP leader complain that they administered either of those services during the pandemic. And presumably it was the federal government that negotiated those rates with private drug retailers, so the finger points back at the government on that one. So if gross margins on food retail remained pretty well stable throughout the pandemic, it's really difficult to make the case that grocers were gouging consumers. If anything, the question should be, why did their costs go up? Why is food becoming more expensive for them to buy? And in that case, the fingers point back at the government. But again, we'll get to that later. Let's move on now to the liberals argument, which is that inflation is a global phenomenon. We're not responsible for it. So we actually did a reality check episode on this question of why the government is responsible for inflation. And it's called Five Government Claims About Inflation Debunked. Check out that episode because it was really good and it does go through all of the reasons why, yes, in fact, the Canadian government is responsible for inflation in this country. But the easiest way to debunk the liberal statement that inflation is a global phenomenon and that's what's causing food prices to go up is that actually in Canada, inflation has been decreasing over the last three months, and despite this, food prices continue to climb. That's right, Canadian inflation is decreasing, yet food prices continue to go up. The government itself even admits that food price inflation rose to 11.4%, while the CPI consumer price index dropped to 6.9% in August. So clearly neither of these excuses hold up. Pointing to corporate greed or global inflation are really convenient excuses for the government because then that way they don't have to accept any of the blame for rising grocery costs in Canada but they should because a lot of their policies are responsible for creating the high cost of groceries in this country and exacerbate the situation. So now let's look at some of the ways that the government's responsible for creating expensive groceries in Canada. The first and most obvious thing that we need to talk about is the lack of competition in Canada's grocery sector. The government should absolutely be looking at how its own policies create barriers to entry in this sector and look at ways that they can spur competition to lower prices for consumers. Shockingly in Canada, 3 major grocery chains own 75% of the market share in that industry. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'll put up this little chart that's really helpful. Loblaws is the biggest of the major grocery chains. They own about 37% of market share in that sector in Canada, and they own companies like uh Loblaws obviously, Zares, Independent, Value Mart, you might know No Frills. Then next is Empire Company Limited. They're about 28% market share in Canada. They own Sobeys, Safeway, IGA, Foodland, etc., cetera, uh, Farm Boy, Longos, you probably recognize a number of those brands. And then the third company that owns a significant share of the market in Canada at about 10.4% is Metro, and they're more prevalent on Canada's East Coast. To the government's credit, the Competition Bureau of Canada is actually launching a review into competition in Canada's grocery sector. And part of that will involve examining how can governments lower barriers to entry and expansion to stimulate competition. So while it's a good thing that the government should always be questioning how they are themselves creating barriers to entry for competitors in that market, because obviously competition will be a good thing for Canadian shoppers, they may at the end of this exercise, which is set to conclude in June 2023, they may be a bit disappointed if they don't have some sort of smoking gun revealing some big greedflation scheme. but. Rather, what's obvious now, which is that grocers are experiencing higher costs from the people that they're buying their food from, which means higher profits for them, even though they're keeping a stable profit margin. But beyond increasing competition in the grocery sector, the government of Canada has a lot of specific policies that drive up costs of groceries. Ultimately, it comes down to the fact that Grocery stores are businesses, they're not charities, so they have to guard their margins. Now, as we've already discussed, their margins stayed relatively stable throughout the pandemic, but what caused their profits to increase was because the cost of the food products that they were buying had increased. And because they're businesses, not charities, they're not just going to absorb these costs and lower their already razor thin margins, what they're going to do is pass these increased costs on to customers. So how does the government raise the food prices that the grocers themselves are incurring from the people they buy these products from? The main way that government policies drive up food costs is by driving up the cost of energy, which impacts the cost of everything. According to the government of Canada itself, supermarkets are among the most energy intensive commercial buildings. Their high energy consumption is largely attributed to refrigeration and heating and cooling equipment. Energy costs are typically about 1% of sales. So if we look at Loblaws last year, if we look at their financial statements, in 2021, they did about $53 billion in revenue. So if energy costs, as the government says, make up about 1% of their total sales, then that means that $530 million from Loblaws went to pay just for their energy costs. Again, these are not costs that are just going to be absorbed by a business. They're a business, not a charity. They pass costs onto their customers. So that extra half billion dollars that they spent on energy is all being paid for by their customers. This should be obvious to everyone, but apparently it isn't for politicians. So let me spell it out. Increasing the cost of energy increases the cost of groceries. Specifically, government policies such as subsidizing renewable energy projects That has been a major contributing factor to recent price increases in energy costs, especially in the province where I live, in Ontario. And this is according to the province's own Auditor General. In fact, in Ontario, where Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's former right-hand man, Jerry Butts, helped to implement the Green Energy Act, That act alone has caused Ontarians to pay tens of billions of dollars over the past few years in recent years above market rates for electricity costs. But of course, one of the worst government policies for driving up the cost of groceries is the federal government's carbon tax. Grocery stores don't grow their own food on site, obviously. Everything that is on a shelf in a grocery store has been transported there by a truck that uses fuel that's charged the carbon tax. In this way, the carbon tax raises the cost of every single grocery item in Canada, full stop. But the carbon tax drives up the cost of groceries in more than just transportation costs. According to a report from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, 94% of farmers in the field crop sector and 93% in the livestock sector said the federal carbon tax was negatively affecting their business. When farmers' costs go up, grocers' costs go up too. And ultimately that bill is passed down to the consumer. So again, the carbon tax is the single most obvious government policy in Canada that's driving up the cost of groceries. But of course the federal government didn't stop there. Let's move on, payroll taxes now leftist politicians love to charge corporations different taxes they pay a lot of tax in this country but of course what they don't consider is that those taxes are not just absorbed charitably by the businesses they're passed on to consumers and so although you might notice on your paycheck you pay payroll taxes of ei and cpp what you may not know is that those fees are matched by your employer so they match the tax the payroll taxes that you pay despite the pandemic the government has raised these taxes and plans to raise them again soon so that's just one more tax that the federal government is going to raise on grocers and of course that will be passed down to your grocery bill. Now let's talk about the federal government's fertilizer restrictions. Canada has a fertilizer emissions reduction target of 30% from 2020 levels by 2030. BNN Bloomberg explains how less fertilizer means quote, higher prices for every plate of food. They state this, nitrogen-based fertilizers are the most important crop nutrients and they're made through a process dependent on either natural gas or coal. So basically, as governments reduce their country's use of fertilizer, which this government is aiming to do through this policy, crop yields dwindle and grocery prices soar. And as if this list isn't already long enough, let's now look at the federal government's problems that they created at the border because of COVID-19. According to a report from the OECD, as a result of COVID-19, disruptions in cross-border trade have led to a new world of trade costs, These include new protocols, additional border controls, new documentation requirements for shippers and traders. Canada as a country is very dependent on food imports and many of those come across the border from the United States. So as the government tacked on more and more restrictions for all of these truckers trying to cross into our country from the US, that added another layer of bureaucracy and complication to increasing Canada's food supply. And as we know, when supply goes down and demand either stays the same or goes up as it did during the pandemic, prices tend to soar. Next up, a weak Canadian dollar. So the Canadian dollar is fairly weak right now. It's at about 73 cents on the US greenback. And the issue with that, as I just mentioned, is that Canada imports a lot of its food. For example, about two thirds of all produce consumed in Canada are imported. Given that we rely so heavily on food imports in this country, Anytime the Canadian dollar is weak means that food costs go up. Now, there are a lot of factors that go into where the dollar stands comparatively to the US. But one thing that the Canadian government could be doing to really bolster the Canadian dollar would be to focus on economic growth and good solid economic fundamentals that would attract foreign investment into the country. Instead, this federal government has been spending quite recklessly, obviously over the past few years, in fact, since 2015, since it was elected basically, given that it has yet to balance a budget. And that tends to have the opposite effect of scaring foreign investment because it doesn't seem like it would be that safe necessarily in this country when our government is that irresponsible. Now, last but far from least, the government policy in Canada that has a massive impact on food prices would be supply management. So for those of you who are unaware, supply management is a system that basically allows dairy, poultry and egg Producers to limit the supply of their products so that they can control the price that Canadians pay for those products. Now, this is a Canadian policy with multi-partisan support, but the problem is that the Canadian Dairy Commission just raised prices really sharply on milk and butter at a time when Canadians can afford these price increases the least. So on September 1st, for example, the price that farmers got for their milk increased by 2.5%, but that was after an 8.4% increase just as soon as this past February. And of course, what those increases at the producer level will translate into at the retail level, we don't know, but it's obviously going to be more. In the farmer's defense, and full disclosure, I'm from a farming family, the farmers say that these price increases aren't enough to cover the cost increases in both fuel and fertilizer. But we've already discussed how this government, and through their many policies, environmental policies, They are responsible for driving up the cost of both of those things. So to conclude, the government should stop passing the buck and actually take responsibility for how their policies have driven up the cost of groceries in Canada. Government's policies on energy, the carbon tax, payroll taxes, fertilizer, the border, the economy, and the weakened dollar, as well as supply management have all contributed to massive grocery bills that Canadians cannot afford. So it's time that leftist politicians stop pointing the finger and instead look the mirror if they're really wondering why groceries are so expensive in canada that's our show for this week thanks so much for listening and if you enjoyed this content and you think that the work that we do is important then please consider supporting it visit donate.tnc.news to support our work and make a donation i'm jasmine and this is reality check